Blog Talk Radio. You are now tuned in to Seek to Teach Radio. Thank you for taking the opportunity to share with us. Feel free to weigh in on the discussion by calling 646-595-4499. Now, here are your hosts, Ministers Robert Hale and Daheem Wells. Tuning to Seek to Teach Radio. This is Tahim Wells, I believe my host calls will be dialing in shortly. And um two part series has been a while. <clears throat> we definitely had some great shows to uh, touch on a few topics. It's been a while since we've been on here with you guys and just look forward to sharing in more dialogue. I do have my um co host on the line as well. So um let me go ahead and bring him on. Um Hey, how you doing, Brother Rob? You there? I'm here, Brother Tahin. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Um, no complaints here. Just a long week, but, you know, looking forward to yeah. get back to, you know, getting back to our discussions and um, yeah. just, you know, just sharing with the people we haven't, we haven't been on here as often as we'd like to, but it's definitely always a good time and a productive discussion um, when we do yeah. come back together. So um, yeah, definitely looking yeah. forward to to that, and you know, thank you to to all the listeners and just um, it's you know it's been been a while that we've been at it, and and I think it's been producing some some great results. So yeah, um, just to kind of open up this discussion, we've already kind of shared it with this would be a two part, maybe even three, but two part, yeah. um, at least a two part discussion around the um, around the topic of how we're um, we we want to first deal with the with the word of God and you know how we approach the word of God and um yeah. that's a, a topic that you that you brought to me and it it made so much sense you know I connected with it with it right away and yeah. um you know I, I like I said it would be a two part so basically what I'm um what what we're looking at is our agenda versus his will and in this first part, I want you to open up to a discussion on, um, I, I titled it, uh, Manipulating the Word of God. So, you know, looking at adding to or taking taking away from the Word of God. And we'll follow up with um, looking at prayer and praying the will of God versus our personal desires. But, you know, we, that, we definitely yeah. want to spend a little bit of time with you guys and speaking on, you know, the importance of the Word of God being the standalone word, a standalone living, breathing organism, you know, it's just something that it's, like the scripture said, it's active, it's powerful, and, um, yeah. you know, being that it's active, it's not something that we have to add things on, you know, to take things out of context <laughs> or to even pretext going to it, you know, right. looking for a particular thing, so I just want to hear your heart, and, you know, you, you go ahead and open it up in terms of what we're discussing today. Well, as you said, Brother uh, Tahim, as you said, um, just want to discuss as far as many times we um, 
we feel that sometimes we can add to the power of God that already has been established through his word. So what was in my heart was really is um, how we understand the word of God as powerful as it is. Sometimes we feel that we have to add to or per se take away from it to make it more powerful than what it is. Um, this happens a lot of times in many different ways. It, you know, it happens even in the most time it happens when, um, you know, we're trying to make a point and, and instead of, of to a degree where we're allowing the word itself to work for us, um, I'm pretty sure that God is, God knew exactly what he was doing when he allowed the authors to write it the way they wrote it. Now, I understand that the language change and words mean different than what they are, but um, to the degree of the word in and of itself, um, there's no help that's needed for man to try to make uh, the word sounds or make the word different than what it is. Um, I think that's where the scripture of us studying to show ourselves approved comes to that. And so um, many times I think sometimes we try to help um, even if, I think most time, even when we're making a point, we, we try to, I want to, I don't want to say manipulate the word, but even though that's what it is, we try to manipulate it to get the word to agree with us instead of us just agreeing with what the word says. Um, I understand, we understand that there's the logos, the written word, we understand that there's the spiritual. But even in saying that, um, the logos still, the spirit, even if we operate and see things that are spiritually, um, it still has to be, it still has to be, filtered through the written logos. We understand that. And when we try to make something say um, that it doesn't say it, I think for that for that reason that sometimes we can find ourselves operating according to what we what we have made the word to become instead of what God is saying. And so I, I think that the um I believe that the danger in that is that's a form of adding to, and that's a form of taking away. You know, God, even though God had uh, has spoke this through his author, uh, specifically in the book of Revelations, we understand that the Holy Word itself is, is as we believe as Christians, to be the Holy Word of God, to be what God has allowed these authors, these authors to say, um, through his spirit. Now, this is the key thing, through his spirit. If it's through God's spirit, then it has to be filtered through his spirit, through his word. We understand that the Bible says that his word is spirit, his word is life, his word is truth. So there can be nothing spiritual that could take place except there can be nothing spiritual that we can discern except it be filtered through God's word as what the word says. Now, some people might say that that's legalism, and some people might say, but I believe we serve a, a big enough God to know if he meant something else, he would have wrote it 
you know, he would have let us see that this is what I mean, this is what I meant. And many times we try to make the word difficult when we just go with what it says and not try to let the word conform to what we believe, but our beliefs conform to what the word of God says. So just for that's my um, take on that, uh, Brother Tyane. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, those are definitely some ex- excellent points there. And one of the things that I, I thought about, you know, when we talk about um, manipulation, you know, um, or, or manipulating the word, I know um, so we we hear the, the term about, you know, manipulate. And we we right. think of its most negative connotation, but you know when we look at the look at the root of that word, it, it's mani, which is you know related to the hand. So right, you really you're, you're taking it and, and, you, and you're working with it. And um, the what what becomes a problem is when we do it with ill intent. When we take the word of God and we do what's called pretexting, so we'll. Um, and and I've I've, I've pretexted, but thankfully I was able to check myself and you know confirm what it was yeah. before I went there because I I know of times where as I've come to the Word of God looking for something not for argument's sake, but whether it's something I wanted to teach or just uh, understanding of my own, I've learned to yeah. question it. And um, you know, it's not that I'm questioning my foundation or what I believe in, but I do understand that um, my interpretation of something could have been off. It could have been off how yeah. I was taught. Sometimes yeah. we're taught the wrong thing for many years, and and yeah. you know, we don't yeah. necessarily explore it. We don't reason with it. So when I right. when I look at that pretexting, you know, I've gone to the word and say, okay, this is what I believe, and then when I full context of what the word yeah. was actually saying that I realized, okay, well hey, I may have been wrong if I if I took this particular um approach. So I think yeah. what happens yeah. and where the where the danger comes is when we don't have enough humility to yeah. admit that hey, we yeah. could have been off or you know yeah. or our interpretation is wrong. You know. Yeah. It's not yeah. a a one-and-done manual, you read it one time, you figure out how to do something, and you keep it going. No, you yeah. continue to, to read, and, you know, you could actually spend spend years on one book of Scripture, even yeah. one chapter, and not grasp the full understanding. So um, that's yeah. just very important that we stay away from using the word as um, we definitely do defend our faith but we don't defend yeah. it on our own terms and we don't need to add something or om- omit certain things for our own agenda. Yes. One thing that you, you just said, even in that, um, is the, hu- the humility to, even if, if like you say, um, whether we have taught it a day, a month, a year, but when we see, I, I think we have to, we always say we have to be open minded. I think open minded a lot of times is 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 interpreted wrong when you, when you see as far as open minded because when you're open minded, especially when it comes to the word, it could be like like you said. I mean, so greatly, we can can present something, no ill, no ill will, no intent, not even for. But one way, because God is an ever-changing, he's not changing, but he opens our eyes 
the written word is revealed day by day, and he opens our eyes to things that we could have been, you know, um, presenting in the wrong way, presenting. Um, but, but one thing I do know is that God doesn't make mistakes, and God is not fearful of any human. He's not fearful of us. Of us. The Bible tells us to that we should fear the creator and not the creation, so he's not fearful. And so in that, we as as we explore, you know, we research, and as the word is constantly being revealed to us, we clearly we're constantly being enlightened. Because the truth of the matter is, even in, in each of our walks, we know that we might have presented something ten years ago that God has revealed to us. You see, and you see, into and, and a deeper depth. That's why He talks about the depth and the width and the breadth because. There's always another unveiling, but we have to understand that and, and and humble ourselves, as you stated, to know that we might have been presenting something wrong. You know, we we might have been taking a, a, a something that was shown in the word out of content because at that time we felt that this was the revelation for us, our personal lives, you know, us personal, our belief. It might have been to us. That's how we looked at it, and that's how we received it. You know, but one thing I know that God's word is not just for day by day, but it's eternal. You know, the the Bible says He He doesn't change. So it's not that He changed what He revealed to us. Is that I I don't believe that sometimes that we have gone deep enough to really see what God was saying, and it does. It, every time we open up that, it doesn't matter what book we open up. It applies to our life in some form, area, somewhere. You see what I'm saying? That's one th- good thing about the Word of God is that we could open it up, and I don't care where we start reading, it'll apply to our lives somewhere, you know, somewhere. But if we don't, if we're not, the Bible says even when when it talked about one of one of the apostles, the apostle Paul, and he was talking about us reasoning together, you know. And sometimes our reasoning is taken out of order, is taken as if somebody it's a debate. It's it's not a debate to the degree of you wrong and I'm right, but it's a debate to the degree for edification, so we all could be walking in the truth of God. You know, yes, we, we yeah. live it, but you you have to have the truth. You see what I'm saying? A lot of times we'll say live it, live it, live it, and that's true, but we have to make sure that we're living the truth way, the truthful way, you know, because we could right. put it out there the wrong way and say you just live it and be operating the wrong way. So there has yeah. to be a template, a template, a foundation of truth in which we are to be lit, that that we are supposed to be governed by, and so I just wanted to comment on what you have said, brother Tahin. Yeah, and and when I when I think about that, you know, when when we look at the way we approach the Word of God, or you know, just what our understanding is, you have it's 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 several. Um, I'd say like components of 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 your beliefs and and um, your, your spiritual walk, and, you know, you have some things that you just have an innate nature. So um, to, to every man is given a measure of faith, meaning, you know, that there's something in every person that believes there 
someone out there bigger than us. You know, you, you may not know the specifics. Um, you, you might not necessarily be able to articulate at some point or identify, yes, I believe in God the Father. I believe that he sent his son, Jesus, to die for our sins and that he dwells among us in the person of the Holy Spirit. You may not um, be able to um, articulate that right away, but there is something in you that has that, that has that in your desire. And then you have things, you know, your moral principles, the things that you're taught um, as, as, you, as you grow up. And, of course, what, what you learn um, on your own, and um, when I say on your own, that's, of course, by the God and of the Holy Spirit. But we have these different tenets of what we, um, what we learn. We have these different um, components in terms of our belief. But then there are some things that you're just taught, um, especially, I would say, for those that are raised in a specific religion, um, there's certain things that you're, that you're taught that you don't necessarily um, challenge. You're you, you just always taught that. And there are certain yeah. aspects, certain things um, you might have it in certain denominations or it might be cultural or whatever. There are things that you may, that people will believe and hold on to it as Bible yeah. truth and may not necessarily know if there's something that supports it. And where we, yeah. where we can't be fearful, whether we teach or regardless of what we're doing, we can't be fearful to challenge ourselves and challenge the core of our beliefs. Because if if it's truth, it's going to stand up. It's going to stand up. So there's not going to be something, I, it doesn't matter who I'm, I'm speaking with, if it's someone who's an opponent of the gospel, an atheist, if they're in another religion, if they're in our religion, if, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter um, what it is. I should be able to, if not that I entertain, you know, just anything. I'm not saying that. Because in some some cases, you know, you do have people that debate or argue for argument's sake. But if someone were to present something to me about the gospel um, or about the Bible, whereas it's contradictory to what I believe, then, you know, my faith should be and is strong enough for me to sit down and say, okay, well, do I have an understanding of this? Or, you know, what what does this mean? And And I'm not saying that we can take that and apply that particular approach to everything, by no means should we do that because there are certain things that we don't entertain. It's, you know, right. just 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 for argument's sake, we recognize right. those things. But the things that we do um, believe, you know, um, EA Sports used to have a a, um, a slogan that said challenge everything, um, you know, at the end of their commercials. They, they said challenge everything. And, right. yeah, we, we should challenge things. That's healthy. That's how we get a better understanding by asking questions and it's yeah. not necessarily asking someone else, but we have the opportunity. We have um, the Holy Spirit who's there, who is our ultimate teacher and who's there with us, that he wants us to question things and to get an understanding of do it, not just do it because I said so, but understanding of how things actually work. And um, yeah. scripture, it, it stands alone. You don't need anything else outside of the word of God. But within yeah. the word of God, most of what we find is not a standalone statement. So we can't necessarily just go to something 
Um, do we can we can get it. You know, we can get one particular answer. But the beautiful thing about it is, it's a canon, and you're gonna have things. You know, that's where your cross referencing comes in, and understanding the context of of where it came from. It balances itself out. You know, it actually has the witnesses right there within the scripture. So, um, you know, you can't be we can't be lazy in our in our studying and say, all right, well, I got this and take it and run with it. But really, you know, develop a relationship with the Word of God because it is a dangerous thing to just take it on your own and um, take something at face value and not challenge it, but because it's convenient in what you're talking about, or, you know, to leave one part out of it. Like, for instance, um, if I were to tell you, and this is not to condemn anyone who says that because they may not understand, but I can't tell you that um, money is the root of all evil. Because that's that's not what the scripture says, and you'll hear it often. But the scripture, of course, says, "For the love of money is the root of all evil." But oftentimes, you'll have someone. You know, we might just take money is the root of all evil, and just by taking that on its own, based on us hearing that as a popular phrase, even out in the world, maybe not even knowing it comes from scripture. You know, that that's just the type of example where, you know, we, we have to understand that we just can't take things away because the message is completely different when you omit, you know, things that are in that context. Yes, you can change. You can change. Um, i give you an example. There was a man that, that said to me, he said, um, he had a saying, and he says, um, he says, he said a lie on challenge, but I, 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 I'm not going to say lie. I'm going to say error. I'm going to say error. He said the lie, the error on challenge becomes the truth. And what he was saying that if there's something that that you believe is not true and you don't ask questions like you said, ask a question on it, now it becomes true. You know, I, if you go into the scripture in Jeremiah 23, when God was talking to pastors, then he was talking to prophets, and he he made a he made a uh, through Jeremiah he made a, a statement, and Jeremiah prophesied, and Jeremiah says he says that these guys these prophets they prophesy, he said, but not by me. He said that now he said, but now their own words have become their oracle. Their own words have become their oracle, meaning he, he was saying that what they were saying, it has become their truth, and really it had been allowed to become their truth because nobody ever challenged them or asked them about it, you know. And so, um, right. uh, I, and I'll move to the New Testament, even to where Apostle Paul, Apostle Paul gave us a direct, he gave us direct permission and authority through this scripture. He said that, if I or any uh, angel from heaven come and bring not this doctrine, now I know he was being specific, but he was saying bring not this truth, he basically gave us permission by God not to agree with it. You see what I'm saying? Now, this is the Apostle Paul. He made the claim of him. He, being the Apostle he was, or angel in heaven bring not this truth. And so... For us down here, we can't we can't get to a point to where we can never be questioned or we take it as if we're being challenged in a negative way, because there could be a valid and there is most times there's a valid point 
that I believe God was making at a lot of times we'll we'll uh we we'll teach and we'll go out of content, like I said before, to make a point. But the matter and what Jesus what God was trying to get to us, there was a something specific that he was trying to get us to see. You know, yeah. so if, if if we don't if we don't like you said, if we don't study and we find ourselves um getting I don't say lazy, but we getting slack in our study and then we would just go off of of what we thought was because it's we done heard things, you know, in all kinds of churches that we've been in and we thought that it was in the Bible. Never nowhere in the Bible. Yes. You know. One of them you right. take right. God you take one step, God takes two, you know. Never never right. never nowhere in, in the scriptures, nowhere. But we will preach that and, and, and we'll put that out there as if it's being doctored. Uh, another thing, many times when you hear the teaching uh Brother on the prodigal son, when we always talk about the righteous living and the inheritance, we always make it like the youngest son was the only one to get the inheritance. But the clear, the scripture clearly said that he gave them their inheritance. He gave it to right. both of them. You see what I'm saying? Because he was making a point then as to why he he gave it to both of them. He was showing the difference in what both of them did. What their inheritance, that's but that's going into another teaching. But but my 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 point is that we have to if somebody asks us or inquire of us of something that we have taught because there was things that I have taught, you know, and I and I'm you know whether it was hearsay, and I'm not going to say that it was because I heard it, but I I didn't take the time to see it validated myself. So that's how a lot right. of things about there that's not biblical, you know. That's how we, that's how our shop not. That's how we reason yeah. with each other, you know. Let us reason together. Let's talk about it, you know, right. regardless of how long it's been put out there. You know, let's see if it's validated through God's word, you know. Then we can come together and reason together about whatever it is, you know, because I believe that. Anything that we open our eyes to in the Word of God is for us now, you know. It's for us now. It's for us right now. We might not even know it that it's something that could be approaching us. It's for us right now. But we must be able to dwell together and be able to reason together about the truth of God. There's only one truth. There's only one truth. There, 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 There is only one truth. Yeah, and, that, and that's, I mean, that's definitely um, great, and that's that's a lot to take, you know, in, in terms of um, for, for our listeners to take and kind of kind of absorb. And I, I do believe that, you know, this this discussion is definitely going to be something fruitful and, and, and beneficial. And, um, you know, as we wrap up, I just want um, those that are listening just to keep in mind it's not just from the perspective of being a teacher or being a leader or, you know, um, anything of that of that nature, but just being a member of the body of Christ, um, just recognize and understand that there are um there there's a lot that we have to be aware of in especially in terms of teaching and what it is that 
what our understanding is, how we interpret the word of God and how we share it with others, there's a lot that's that's there. And unfortunately you have some that um they just, you know, will will accept what has been taught without having an understanding of of what they're being taught, you know, you definitely have to get an understanding. In everything that we get, we have to get an understanding. But then also there is false teaching as well. So, you know, it's it's not to be disrespectful or to just challenge everyone um, in a combative or confrontational manner, but just right. challenge yourself and just, um, and just having that balance as far as what you learn. So, um, again, you know, as, as, as a wrap-up, just thank you all for listening. We're going to go further with this um, discussion. God bless you all. And remember, as long as you seek, the Holy Spirit will teach. God bless you, Brother Hill. Thank you. God bless you, Brother Tiny.